welcome to episode six of Please Don't Eat Sage. Today's episode is called Hashtag Guides as DJs. And if you want to know why, you'll have to keep listening. I have a special guest on today's podcast who is my very dear friend, my podcast editor, my Chicago lover, Ian Dowdy. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. I've asked you to be on this podcast episode because I want to talk a little bit more about the Claire audience abilities. So for those of you listening, we had episode two was Meet the Claire's, where we discussed about the different types of psychic abilities. And one of them is Claire audience, which is clear hearing, which is when you get psychic information or messages through hearing either things actually in your ears or in your mind, like a, a song pops into your head. This is an ability that I don't have a lot of occurrences of, and you, Ian, have a lot of occurrences of. Is that correct? Yes, I have many occurrences of Claire audience. I feel like it, you're a great person to have on to to talk a little more about this. So, what is it like being more Claire audience than than some of the other abilities? Uh, it's actually really interesting because you get insights through sound. Maybe a song will give you goosebumps or it will have a special meaning for you. Maybe you hear strange voices in the middle of the night, like you're dreaming and you wake up and you think the, that it was an actual voice, like in your room, some kind of presence. It's a very interesting life being clairaudient. That, that, yeah, that would be interesting. And I know from knowing you that clairaudience sometimes, or at least being more sensitive when it comes to hearing, which is what increases your clairaudient abilities, it can interfere with your 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 functioning in the world, right? That's true. I was trying to avoid the negative parts of it. <laughs> and there's there's two sides to every coin, man. There, and we gotta we gotta inform the people. There are two sides to every coin. Yeah. So being clear audience can also have some negative sides to it as well. Uh, for example, I am very, very sensitive to sound in any way, shape, or form. Uh, a big example of this is in my apartment. When my neighbors are playing music, I hear it and it bothers me tremendously because I want it to be quiet and peaceful in my apartment, but I have to deal with all of the sounds. Yeah, so I think it's probably kind of, as a clairsentient, as I'm out in the world and I encounter a lot of people and pick up on all their senses, all I want to do when I get home is just get my body feeling good. And I think that's why I'm so drawn to yoga, get back into my body, stretch it out, move it out. And if there was something that were going to interfere with that, that would be quite a hindrance. So I guess that's the, the clear audience side of things. It's like you just want to have a reset button where you can clear the slate. Yeah, and I think my reset button would actually be a mute button. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so if you could just mute all, all the sound. I know that as a clear sentient, there were lots of things in my childhood that looking back on it, I can now see these abilities kind of developing and me not having a frame of reference as to what it was or me having an extra sensitive nature to being around strangers or new people or things like that or not being really open to being touched by strangers. And I know, now look back and I recognize that this is sort of signs of, of me having that sensitive nature and like not having a word for it, not having awareness of it. So was there anything in your childhood that you can kind of look back on now and in retrospect be like, oh, those are signs of early clairaudience or it makes sense that this is the ability that I developed? Actually, I think you introduced this theory to me that in your childhood or early stages of development, things that you went through that had uh, a trauma 
that was a precursor to what kind of Claire you would be in the future. Is that correct? I don't know if I did introduce you to that. That's fascinating. <laughs> I could have sworn that you taught me this theory. It very well may have been just a psychic hit that I had at the moment, and now I'm learning it again for the first time. <laughs> Must be. For me, as a child, I suffered terrible, terrible earaches and ear infections constantly, maybe two or three times a month. And there would be nights when I would be awake all night just in terrible pain because of my ear infections. And my mom would rush me to the emergency room or she would stay up with me all night. I remember we tried ear candles. She stayed up and used a hairdryer on my ear to try and break up whatever was in there. So, you know, full disclaimer, kind of gross, whatever was in there would, would drain out. My entire childhood, I was plagued with just constant ear pain. And I believe that was my precursor to being clairaudient or it was my clairaudience in development. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So like basically to be clairaudient, you become more sensitive in that area of your body. And that sensitivity can kind of open you up to be more vulnerable in that area. Yeah, it's almost like acquiring your superpowers. How so? So, if, for example, it's the radioactive spire bite or the super soldier serum injection. So mm -hmm. you have to go through some kind of trial to gain your superpowers. Yes, I like that. Yeah, true to form. Ian Dowdy of Vegan Superpowers podcast, bringing up <laughs> superheroes. But no, I, I like that because I definitely think of, of psychic abilities as sort of a superpower. And, and again, something that we all have access to. And it's just a matter of figuring out what one you're tuning into and how you're developing those. How have you gone about finding this skill for yourself? I try to meditate, I think, is the most important thing. As and I said in previous episodes, meditation is going to be the thing that I say the most in regards to intuition because it definitely helps no matter what your ability is. I meditate with binaural beats. For those of yeah. you who don't know what binaural beats are, you have to use headphones or earbuds or something that's going in each ear. And what happens is a tone is played in each ear, but it's a different wavelength in each ear, and this will change your brain wavelengths. This helps me reset, especially if I've had a day that has had lots of noise, or I feel stressed or anxious from different stimulus and everything like that through the day. So meditating with binaural beats definitely helps. I love that. I didn't even think about the fact, because I knew that about you, that you use the binaural beats, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, that's a great recipe for any of the abilities to find their type of meditation, to go towards the meditation that deals with the sense that they're most sensitive. So of course your meditations involve sound. Yeah, whereas I could take or leave the binaural beats, but I love a good body scan. Like if I can just mentally scan down through my body from my head to my toes and just try and relax and release things, that's my best form of meditation and the one that I go to the most often. So I feel like that's a beautiful little theory. So I wonder if we could riff on the other abilities. Let's see, what kind of meditation could we have for the claircognizance? Claircognizance would probably be maybe just meditation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, well, it's all going to be meditation, but it's like what what type of meditation? Maybe like a, a transcendental meditation where they have like a specific mantra that they repeat over and over again. Clairvoyance. Let's see. That they would be maybe uh, sight meditation. Vision. 
yeah so like maybe it's mantras for the the clear thinkers and and visualizations for the the clear visions yeah for and, the clairvoyance like have a picture that they're meditating on yeah. i think would really help yeah absolutely um and that's just the way to to clear the slate or even like guided meditations that tell you visualize even if it's not a specific picture but like developing the picture over time too so do you have any advice for people who either are clairaudient or who want to become more clairaudient of ways that you found that help you to strengthen this ability? This is really open to interpretation, but if a song or a saying or a quote is repeating over in your head, really focus on what's being said and try to decipher the message because chances are it's not just happenstance. This is repeating in your head for a reason, and once you can figure that out, then I think that's the best way to strengthen and understand why this message is coming in. Okay. So then also, like, if people are hearing things through music, maybe another thing is to be really well-versed in songs and, and to listen to a lot of music so that you have that sort of library that your guides as DJs can come into play and and then you can have more to draw from. The message might not be 100% straightforward. I think the message is up to your interpretation and I think that's also very important with Claire Audience. If it's just any melody or any song that's stuck in your head, you don't have to know what the artist meant for that song because it's always open to your interpretation. But in order for the library to be, like, in order for the song to even be there, to be pulled forward, you have to have heard it at some point in your life. Well, it could be, like, at the supermarket or at the gym or, yeah, but like, exposing yourself to a larger amount of music is going to end up helping with having more to draw from in yeah. regards to what the guides send you. Okay. okay, I can see that. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and that brings us to the title of today's episode, which is Guides as DJs. It was actually a term that we have reappropriated within our friendship, but it started within my little coven <laughs> because I had a group of two girlfriends that we would have a group text and we would just talk about little magical things and we were all going through our intuitive awakening. And one of the girls, as we were talking about their audience and the fact that we were getting a lot of songs coming into our heads that had messages, made a joke that it was hashtag guides as DJs. And that's just become the universal shorthand for whenever the universe is sending messages. What sort of messages have you gotten through sort of guides as DJs moments? And, and how do those show up? Like, is it always a song in your head or how do songs play a role in the world of the clear audience? The best example I can give is probably the first guides as DJ moment I had. And this was probably four or five years ago. I had just suffered a terrible, terrible breakup. And I was distraught. I couldn't get over this breakup. I was obsessed about this girl and she, like, I couldn't figure out why she broke up with me. It was sudden and I just couldn't get over it. Side note, Ian is a Libra, in case you haven't guessed that by now. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was obvious. And I, I couldn't figure out. I'm the, I thought I was, I was perfect for her. Like, why, would, why wouldn't she want to be with me? Then one day, I was sitting in my car, and a Tom Petty song came on the radio. And this Tom Petty song is Don't Do Me Like That. I actually, I, I prepared, I, I pulled up the lyrics. I heard these lyrics, and it just, it totally just snapped in my head. 
The lyrics are, I was talking with a friend of mine, said a woman that hurt his pride, told him that she loved him so, then turn around and let him go. I had realized that the magical Tom Petty was telling me that this woman hurt your pride. It wasn't that you couldn't get over her. It was that I couldn't get over my pride being hurt. And once I realized that, I softened and I was able to let it go. Oh, that's such a beautiful message for everyone going through a breakup. <laughs> but yeah, that's what a beautiful way for it to come through like that too. Yeah. I have one more really good one. And if we've got time, can I go ahead and share it? Absolutely. Please do. So one of my all-time favorite musicians is Bruce Springsteen. I had been listening to a lot of The Boss, just like a lot, like nonstop. And any time uh, a Bruce Springsteen song would come on the radio, I would just, you know, crank it up as loud as I could and like roll down my windows and just, you know, I'd really feel what The Boss was saying. Unfortunately, at that time, I was not happy with my current job. I was driving an hour to and from work every day in Chicago traffic. I was working for very little pay, and it just wasn't what I wanted for my life to be. I, had, I knew there had to be something more in life. So one day, I was leaving work. Dancing in the Dark came on. And I'm sure you all know the song. It just really spoke to me. That was the, the catalyst that helped me decide to quit my job and pursue a job in audio production. Which is just the full circle moment for the Claire audience. Exactly. What, was so, the, what were the lyrics in the song that reached out to you? So the, the really important ones were, you can't start a fire sitting around crying over a broken heart. You can't start a fire worrying about your little world falling apart. That's the most important one, because oftentimes when we're going to take a chance, we're worried about the negative outcomes. Oh, if I quit my job, I won't have a steady income. Or, you know, we tend to focus on the negative things. You're never going to be able to make a change unless you take that leap of faith. And that's what the boss was telling me. Yeah, a powerful message. And and now you, you've taken that leap of faith. And how has your extra sensitive uh, hearing helped you in this field? Because I can imagine it helps a lot. It really does. I Since I am so sensitive to sounds and everything, I'm very, I'm very thorough and nitpicky with the podcasts that I edit. If someone hit wink wink is breathing a lot on the microphone <laughs> i'm going to be extra aware of the background noise or the noises that aren't needed in a podcast yeah and it, that's you like just picking up on the nuances of things that maybe the average listener probably wouldn't have noticed but because you're so sensitive and it's almost jarring to your ears it becomes something that's uh yeah a superpower well, thank you, Ian, for coming on to this episode of Please Meet the Sage and sharing your experiences. If people want to know more about you or your services or the audio production that you work on with your superpowers, where can they find you? There are two places that you can find me. One, you can follow me on Instagram at Vegan Superpowers Podcast. And then you can access my website at www.vegansuperpowerspodcast.com. I would love to hear from you. 
Well, that's all for today's episode. If you would like to support future episodes, you can head over to patreon.com backslash Michelle Shea. If you're interested in coaching through your clairaudient awakening or clairsentient awakening or any sort of psychic awareness that you're going through, I currently offer coaching programs on my website, but they're only available via direct message. So you can either email me through the website or message me through Instagram. I had three spots open in February. There's still a couple left. So if you want to message me this week, you might be able to get into those. Otherwise, the next round will be opening up in mid-March. So if you are needing some guidance on your intuitive awakening and your journey just through this crazy world, get at me and we'll figure something out. We'll work together and I look forward to hearing from you.